2: Michael Karoluski is the author of The Soul Selector and The Prophet's Debt from the Valkara Incorporated series. And he's on the line with us here just now. How are you today? I'm doing great.
3: Excited to be talking with you.
2: Now, what was the kind of background behind um, those book names for uh, Valkara Incorporated?
3: Yeah, so actually the the series name, so right now there's two books um, mm. in the series, Power Incorporated. Um It's the world of Valkyra. It's this purgatory world that I created for the books. And so that's the Valkyra portion. And then Incorporated is um, bringing in the corporate side of things. So Valkyra is a corporate version of purgatory. So I thought it just kind of gave a nice fantasy and corporate combo with the series name. Uh, and then I'll say for the book name, so The Soul Sector, which is the first book, that took me a very long time to get to. Uh, yeah. I lost inspiration and. the word soul is just a very important aspect of the books because the afterlife and in this book souls are traded uh like stocks essentially so soul sector kind of like the financial sector but for souls and in the second book the prophet's debt is just kind of little a little pun um profits debt kind of an oxymoron more like you know a prophet is a, a seer and there's a prophet in the second book that has a debt to pay so yeah. these are kind of the backgrounds of the names
2: and the kind of story overall um explores The themes of uh, corporate control, manipulation, and grief as well. So, you know, what was the inspiration behind exploring all those different themes?
3: Yeah, I'll say that I started with um, the corporate angle first. So I was working on this book and it actually existed in a pretty different format. Um, I was working 9 to 5, office job. Um, and I kind of was really enjoying my time in corporate America. It was, it was writing a story about a character working at a company. If there was magic in So basically, if you could sell like fortune tell tarot card readings, just different magical types of services. Um, And that is what I was working on until um, halfway through the book. Um, I was working at one insurance company, and then my department got wired. And it really wasn't a very pleasant experience for me. I felt like I was doing really well in my current role. And then going to the new company, I just wasn't thriving as much. I felt very much like I was trapped in limbo. And I think that my writing took more of a a more uh, cynical approach. And so that's where I kind of started writing more about corporate greed, having felt like I was kind of like, you know, on just getting acquired by a different company. Um, and then it kind of turned into that metaphorical limbo. It's like, all right, well, I love talking about fantasy and, you know, the afterlife and death are such interesting topics to me. So I kind of merged the corporate side of things and my interest in the existential and afterlife and kind of just melded it together. And that kind of is where the story really got uh, kicked into high gear.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and the main character uh, feels grief and healing throughout the series so how do you view the complexities of grief uh, uh, and the path to healing
3: i think that um that was some of the hardest um the hardest themes to delve into um, mm. i can be usually pretty a little sarcastic and you know dry humor um a lot of the book reads satirical um but also serious um going into some of the more the more emotional um aspect was really important to me and definitely helped me explore kind of my own feelings of grief and how you kind of work through those moments of despair and I think it's it can either you know grief can really either hurt a person that they can't ever come back from but i think it also just gives you such an opportunity to grow and turn into something more resilient and yeah. so just happening kind of into those those characters with uh my into those uh, feelings with my main character, Rose, she starts off in a very broken and dark, dark place and just trying to, you know, work through some of my own issues in life and kind of just getting to work through it with her and just understanding that even in your darkest moments, there are going to be people and experiences that can help you kind of get over that. And so it's kind of a cathartic experience for me, just kind of working through it with the character. And that's one of my favorite aspects is kind of she goes on a Redemption quest where she she rediscovers who she used to be before she was uh, taken down by a grief and she turns into, um, a better version of which i found pretty yeah,
2: satisfying absolutely um and apart from the kind of uh, dark dilemmas in the story you also bring in an afterlife perspective um to give readers an existential philosophy perhaps don't you
3: yes i am. Uh, i have always been uh i've always been uh an existential philosopher, I like to kind of ponder the great, the great mysteries of life, and um, just kind of thinking about. What really is out there afterlife and kind of mm. interrogate my own thoughts on it because it is such a complicated answer or a complicated question, obviously. Um, I just, I love thinking about those things. I love just, you know, just pondering and creating different possibilities. Um, uh, and so that was really just kind of fun to just make up my own uh, version of the afterlife. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of a darker version that I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping if there is an afterlife, it's not <laughs> this one because this <laughs> one is, uh, you know, I, nobody wants to work in capitalist purgatory forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But it was like, it just kind of felt like the perfect, um, the the perfect kind of uh, analogy for how I was feeling in my life, uh, just in terms of feeling in limbo at work and then just expanding that to the app
0: Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/host.
2: Uh, and how do you come up with, you know, such vivid
3: ideas like that? Oh, I think uh, my mom always is like, what goes on in that brain of yours that like you come up yeah. with these ideas? And I'm like, I wish I could tell you. Yeah. Um, I have always been creative. I've always had kind of a wild Asian been writing since i was a child um i get most of my ideas when i'm out in nature and walking and just having my alone time uh, listening to music i think just getting the ideas it's just you just have to let your brain be receptive to crazy ideas and then whittle them down and get to something that actually makes some sense because a lot of these ideas start off as pretty bizarre and they remain bizarre but it's really just don't say no to any idea i journal every day uh, and that's kind of where i think a lot of my creative uh, my creative flow comes from where i could just be talking about something boring that happened in my day yesterday and it just sparked an idea for a scene of character. And I think just always making time to interrogate the little little things in life can really lead to some interesting book ideas. So I make sure to journal every day and I make sure to go out for walks every day and just let my mind go into overdrive.
2: Absolutely. And what's the reader feedback been like so far? Have you had any positive or maybe even negative comments?
3: I've gotten both. I'll say over mm. it majority positive, which is obviously always great. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite comments I got is, um, this book is, I would describe it as an amusingly bizarre onion. And I was like, what is that? And then he was just saying that it explores some very bizarre ideas. It's amusing with its dry humor and, you know, black comedy, but also the onions. There are, there are layers to it. There's, you know, the grief. There's the feeling of, you know, the corporate greed and manipulation. And I think just having somebody like lay out. I tried to work in. It is quite a dense book, and having someone see it and appreciate the complexities, the complexities in it was really, really heartwarming for me because it, you know, it takes a lot to weave these plots together for someone to appreciate all that. It's so nice. And then, of course, there are my character is kind of hard to root for in the beginning because she's, you know, she's a broken soul. And I think sometimes readers can be put off by characters who aren't instantly likable, whereas I'm drawn to characters who maybe start in a darker place and grow, and find that redemption. And so there have been situations where I think sometimes my character can be off-putting to people who aren't attracted to maybe the anti-hero or more morally gray characters and sometimes that can be difficult because obviously i feel very protective of my main protagonist rose i've been writing her for years now um some people don't like her i take it somewhat personally but i also understand that every reader has their own opinions and no opinions wrong that's what makes writing and reading uh fascinating and dynamic so it's just fun it's just fun to get comments good or bad it just really—it's just nice to know that the work is out there and people are engaging with
2: it. Absolutely. Now, are there any plans for more books or stories? Um, you know, maybe either in this series or outside of it.
3: Yes. So this series I intend to be about six books. Maybe, maybe seven, maybe eight. I kind of have the overall series art, but the number of books could still change. So I'm working yeah. on the third book in the series. Um, but I'm also working on a spinoff, um, right mm-hmm. now, actually, which I hope to be the next book that I put out, um, which is more of a young adult, uh, fantasy. It takes place in the same universe. So it still has this Valhalla and Purgatory. Uh, it still has, you know, all of, all of that going on, but it's with new characters and storyline. and it's been kind of fun uh, working with some new characters and just exploring some some different different themes with them. Um, so my plan right now is to work on that young adult novel and then put out the third, the third book series after that.
2: Excellent. Well, in the meantime, where are we able to find um, everything that you've came out with so far?
3: Yeah, so... I have my website, which is Um, My books are available on Amazon. You can either search for The Soul Sector, you can search for The Profit Debt, um, or About Power Incorporated. You can find Kindle e-books and uh, paperbacks. Um, and then I'm just always posting on my Instagram uh, and Facebook. So um, I'm out there spreading the word, open to find new readers. So always out there.
2: Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on the show. Great. Thank you so much. Great to talk with you.